0: The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Back. All right, everyone. You yeah, let's just jump right into this, man. We had a big week. Big week. Huge um, week. So we're going to re- look at the top ten, uh, hone in on about three of those games. But let's just get started with the, for out the gate. I mean, you had Hanks at number ten comes in, gets the big win over Irvin. Taking Hanks now 3-0, 56-13 win over Irving. Yeah,
1: um, no doubt about that. When Jude Blanco was uh, doing his thing, uh, Marcus Portis doing his thing, uh, the question was, um, you know, were they going to be able to keep Irving off the scoreboard? And regardless of what happened, it was a good win for the, uh, for the Hanks Knights. Then you had the number nine seed, Riverside against Jefferson. Riverside pulls off
0: the win 28-0, raising their record to 2-1. and one. Jefferson falls to 0-3.
1: What you wonder about the Jefferson team is they've uh, revamped the offense and gone to a new offense. And so you certainly see there's going to be some growing pains uh, uh, with the football team. And so uh, Riverside's had some nice bounce backs now, to, uh, two and one on the season.
0: Definitely. Now, the, the game that, I mean, it were, they were who we thought they were going to be. Uh, I
1: mean, absolutely. Americans and, and Montwood. Yep, there we go again. I mean, should we say part two? rinse repeat do it again man i tell you uh isn't that like three games in a row down at the sack that have come down to the very yep. last uh three overtimes y'all three overtimes with this group um you talk about a couple of stars there which you, uh, you yeah know, i mean you know
0: when we when we talked about the game I, I said that in order for montwood to have a chance yeah oaxaca's going to do his thing yep. quarterback and he did his thing isaiah Claud- claudio had to show up and claudio 106 yards on 28 carries fed him they, fed, they him. fed him i mean that that by creating that run game it
1: allowed them to then go to the air absolutely and then opened up some you know some key plays and uh for that team to um you know as i think about the game you know america's jumped out to a 20 to 7 lead and you know you're kind of thinking uh well you know this is going to be kind of tough on Montwood but they stayed patient coach ron Hill. uh You know, stay patient with the group, and uh, they were able to figure something out. It took three overtimes, but they got it done. I was going to say, three overtimes, I
0: mean, and you had some, America's made some plays. Their their stars showed up as well. I mean, it just came down to who executed at the end. I mean,
1: Yeah, turnovers were a big part of this game. Uh, As always, big plays. Uh, I know LT Miranda had an interception. Um, uh, Mark Moore had some... uh, some good plays, and then like all young, young quarterbacks, he had some ones. Ah, I want to take that throw back. He had, uh, you know, some of that going on. But uh, at the end of the day, yeah. uh, the young running back Cameron Johnson, Promise, you know, um, uh, they had some plays. But it was, it, it was, it was, it's kind of how six A is going to be. I yeah. mean, every game you gonna have to fight. You want to get that dub? You gonna have to fight. Definitely. Um, and so. At the end of the
0: day, Montwood pulls off the victory to go 1-2, 37-35 over
1: Americas, who now falls to 1-2. Yeah, moving forward, it just, every week, you got to show up and play. Every week, you got to show up and play.
0: Now, we go to the number 17. You have Parkland versus Burgess. Parkland now 3-0 and 0 as they get the victory, 35-0 over Burgess, who now falls to 0-3.
1: Yeah, with uh, Parkins football team, everybody is wondering whether Coach Lee McQuarters was going to be able to do his thing. And uh, he's found a way to revamp that offense, uh, put in a bunch of new players on the O-line, and uh, also plug in a few guys on defense to replace a lot of really good top-notch seniors that left. And um, so he's got a favorable schedule to be able to uh, make sure that uh, his kids are able to develop and grow. And they've been able to do that.
0: And you know it's, it's 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 all lining up to this showdown at the end in that between Parkland, Bel Air, and Del Valle.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, no knock on Hanks or anything like that, but uh, and they're going to play both those teams right off the bat. Yeah. And so we'll we'll, uh, we'll find out about Hanks real soon. Re- real soon, we're going to find out about them real soon, and so uh, they get both those teams uh, district games one and two. So. Uh, uh, so I think at the end of the day, and I think you're right, Steve, is they're going to go back to kind of what we saw last year, um, you know, uh, minus injuries and grades just came out. So stay tuned for that, y'all, to see ultimately what the impact was on a lot of programs.
0: Definitely. And then the number six ranked team we have in the borderland, Del Viet, goes to now 2-1 and one after 53-0. to zero. Dominant game.
1: I mean, oh, over Andrews, 0 and 3, yeah. Yeah, uh, that is a young Andrews football team, and what it reminds me of, um, and don't get mad at me, y'all, but uh, Bel Air, in its case, when their group of seniors now, when they were sophomores, that group went 2 and 9. Uh, they went 2 and 9 and 2 and 9 because they were able to get to the playoffs, but they went 2 and 9, and you knew that they were going to have their growing pains and they were going to learn. But then by the time they were juniors, they go and, or they go eight and three, and we see in the senior campaign it's kind of the same, they're rolling right along. I think the Andrews team, hey, for the Andrews fan base out there, look y'all, be patient, y'all are gonna be just fine. y'all got a lot of good kids over there, and they're going to develop and grow. And so uh, next year, uh, you can look for that team to fight for the playoffs.
0: Definitely. <clears throat> so folks, that's our top that's 10 through six. We're gonna take a quick break right here. We'll be back with the five through one. All right, folks, we are back now. Let's look at the number five seed, Air, three and zero now after a six a dominant victory over Chaparral, sixty one to zero. Starters play what, maybe a
1: quarter and a half? Quarter and a half and um you kind of you knew that look y'all you knew that was going to be kind of the case um the stars showed up again uh, highlight mark mckeeview who picked another ball off uh, that's three weeks in a row three games in a row of pick six it's hard enough to get one pick six but he's got three already in the first three games Um, the only way that happens is people keep throwing at you so Uh, We'll see how teams deal with that moving forward next week with Clint. I don't expect a whole lot of throwing in that game. So uh, it's going to be a whole lot of uh, bruising and tackling, if you will. Now, Bel Air just they were dominant. Chris Davis uh, did his thing. Uh, A couple punt returns by 84 yards. And um, they had a lot of turnovers in the game. Um, Multiple uh, Jacob Balderrama. Had a, uh, a couple fun uh, fumble recoveries, a big middle linebacker. He yeah. also had an interception in the game, and so um, it was just um, not a lot of balls thrown. You're not going to see a lot in the stat column. Um, I mean, that's that's coaches' choices and all of that. But at the end of the day, um, you schedule who you schedule, you play who you play, and uh, the kids can only do what they do. And so, um, yeah, I see a lot of things, if I may, online where. People kind of get on the uh, the Bel Air about their schedule, but I mean, you you play who you play, and uh, some of those games, uh, one of those in particular, they tried to move off the schedule, and other people said no, <laughs> and so, uh, and that was probably due to what they saw, yeah. you know, last year and they say I, I don't know if I want to play that, and yep. so, uh, so sometimes you do the best you can, you do with what you got, you deal a hand you got. Uh, I just hope that the kids moving forward. Uh, you know, moving uh, forward, they get, you know, at least a, you know, two, uh, a couple quarters, three quarters, because at some point you got to play football. yeah, And you got to get the reps in. And being afraid of injuries or something like that is football. Injury can happen on the first play of the game. It can happen on the last play of the game. So you can't, you know, run it like that. You've got to, you know, think through it. And Zach Martinez, the running back, came back and got a couple plays in there. And so uh, you just – at the end of the day, for all these teams that are playing, and you see these big scores out there, just you know, you always remember the kids got to play down the road, and so uh, they got to get their time in too.
0: And and you bring up a good point. Like, you don't want to run the score up on anybody by no stretch of the imagination, right. but you have players who <clears throat> their play really is going to dictate whether or not they get to play at the next level. Right. And so trying to balance between having. Keep, I guess, saving face, per se, within within right. the, the community, but also, I mean, you've got kids that you got, got a responsibility to that you've probably made promises to to help get recruited, and so sure. they've got to get their numbers in order for college coaches to see them play, see them as a viable option for the team, and so that's the balancing act I think that a lot of these programs have to kind of look at is it's like I got players that want to get re- that want to play at the next level, but I also don't want to try to show up the other team
1: right and that's and that's the tough balancing act and you know um i think about um uh the kid at delvay i mean this guy manny fuller probably really should rush for about three thousand yards this year will he uh that yet that remains to be seen and will they give him the ball enough times now i remember deon hankins when he was at parkland he got his touches uh and so did uh dumas up at mm-hmm. uh yeah. america's the fields boys got their touches Uh, It is what it is Um, And of course the reward for that they won some championships and at the same time They were able to move on and play at the next level and so um, uh, As you move forward we just caution the audience as you watch all of these games And you look at the stars and you see what they're doing or not doing or whatever case may be um, At the end of the day um, You know the rent is gonna come due and uh, it is gonna come due. The kids have to get their time, they have to get their play in. Uh, you know uh, uh, it's tough that when you get to a district like these 168 teams, yeah. some of them kids hadn't played a whole half uh, you know whole game yet. And so you know because they have been blowing folks out yeah. and now it's oh man, I'm, I'm gassing this full quarter because you hadn't played full game and you hadn't had a chance to see that. And so that's the balancing act that all coaches have to make and Uh, And they roll the dice with that because the young kids watch and they look and see uh, who does what and uh, and then make determinations going forward from that.
0: And then it also impacts postseason awards. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you got a player who everybody says, oh, that's the guy. But the the guy don't have the numbers. Right. To back up that saying. And so now it's are we doing. And so. It's definitely a balancing act that these coaches have to to look at. On the basketball side. Right.
1: I was getting ready to go. You know to go on the basketball. These coaches
0: are going to let their kids get their numbers. I'm sorry. Right. They're going to get their numbers before they take them out. And so, I mean, but I get it. You you don't want to run the score up. You don't want to show teams up. But at the same time, as coaches, we have a, a responsibility to make sure that our student athletes get the best opportunity to showcase themselves for the next level
1: right and i mean that that's part of the leadership uh that's part of the leadership of the programs whether it's football basketball track and field that comes with it and yeah. so that's the delicate uh, dance and balance that each coach has to do and uh, it's not throwing rocks at any coach uh, no. or coaches in particular across the city um, we're, we're talking most of the parents so that you understand that uh sure there is a balancing act and it's a very careful balancing act because uh, at the end of the day, once those kids leave your school and head off to, to college to either play or not play or whatever case may be, you want them to leave with a great experience from your program. And if they leave from your school with a bad experience from the program, these are the kids that you want to come back to your program and talk about, you know, what they learned and how it impacted them yep. now that they're moms and dads and, you know, and things like that. So uh, we just hope that moving forward... Remember, parents, we got a lot of tough games coming uh, across the board, uh, especially in this 168 for sure. So uh, you're going to see some things like that going to 168. Oh no, number four, Kenya
0: Teal, now two and one after 35 to seven win over Austin. Another one of those things we were just talking about. Like I mean, it just happens. But now we're going to get into the top of the the, the, the top cream of the, the, the crops. Yeah, the cream of the crops. So the, the game that you know. We all talked about it happened on Thursday. Number two, Franklin versus Coronado. Now, man,
1: I'm not going to revisit some picks on that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah. look, we knew that once we found out about these injuries going on, especially on the Franklin side, it would change dramatically the dyna- uh, drastically the dynamic in the football game. Um, we knew that they were missing a lot of. Yeah. You know, they would listen to a lot of arrows in the quiver, you know, to be able to do their, you know, what they normally would. And uh, Shea Smith certainly showed up and did his part. Uh, I mean, he led that football team. And the defense, Woo! the defense from Franklin showed up. I mean, oh, yeah. hell, hell, Coronado 13 points. Yeah,
0: I mean, they had some people who stepped up. The running back stepped up for Franklin.
1: Oh, oh he yeah. stepped up big time. And right, I mean, gave them that opportunity to win, and so, and for the guy who wasn't the, you know, Jordan uh, Morales was out, and for the guy that's not the guy, he came in, and that kind of tells you about programs like that. Remember what we said last week? It's a one, and a one A. You know, you got some really good dudes that are just getting a few carries, a few catches, a few tackles here, but they're pretty doggone good football players, and they're just waiting for their opportunity. And, yeah. and this young man, he did plenty. Uh, at the running back position to uh, make sure that things t- took care of themselves. And Shea, I mean, Shea was Shea. I mean, uh, did it all for uh, for the Franklin Cougars in this game and showed up and...
0: Yeah, and, and I think it speaks volumes to the character of the young, the running back, right? So... Who won the game again? I, I just want Franklin won 14-13. Yeah, 13. I just want to know who the pick Franklin was. I just want to know who the Franklin. Hey, <laughs> That game was close, and I bet you half the city thought it was going to be. Yeah, without no. a doubt. But yeah. now, I'm, here's what I want to say though. We always talk about in sports. You always talk about the next man up mentality. Yeah. It's hard for that to happen in high school. Yeah. Because to stay engaged, because you're thinking you should be on the field and you're not. Right. And so for that young man to to be ready. Yeah. When called upon, now that gives them an option. Oh yeah. Now, now that that just that really just strengthened his stance, I think, in the coach's eyes and say, okay, you know what, we can play him. Yeah. We can give yeah. him some more touches.
1: Oh, no doubt. And uh, kudos, hats off to Coach Walker and the program out there at Franklin. Uh, wow. I mean, yes, absolutely well done uh, with a lot of adversity. Now, Owen, uh, Owen over at Coronado went out in the game, and he was out in the game. And so uh, Randag uh, stepped in and did his part um, to, uh, to certainly – I mean, Coach Pry, um, he did his thing. He, he kept that football team engaged. They fought really hard, um, and it kind of brought back that old spirit of the toughness of those two programs. Uh, he probably kept 10 more kids in his program coming out of middle school than before because, oh, yeah. you know, it, the floodgates were open to Franklin and Canatea over on the west side. And so now you're going to certainly see a few more kids staying home uh, to play uh, and become a thunderbird.
0: But I, I told you, I, I said it on Wednesday, man. It doesn't matter what the records are with Them two step on the field. Yeah, I, uh, it's yeah, gonna be, yeah. it, it's gonna be a game. It is credit. going to uh, be a game. Yeah,
1: no doubt, no doubt. But now, I,
0: I, this is the game that everybody, everybody in the city was waiting for.
1: Yeah, number
0: one Pebble Hills versus number three Eastwood, and boy, did that game not disappoint. At all, and and you were you were you were right on the nose when you said the winner was going to have to score forty five or more points. I will give you that. I will give you that. I will give you right. that. That's right. No, Sherdamus Davis Eastwood yeah. won to go two and one forty nine to forty two against Pebble Hills. But I think the biggest surprise is the quarterback play.
1: Oh, I tell you what, uh, I got to see um, both quarterbacks in the action. Um, and, uh, it was, it was something to behold. Every man has threw the ball better, uh, in the game, just is what it is. Guy out through.